This show is produced by Pastime Studios. Hello, and welcome to the Pastime Thinker Podcast. Topical edition. Pastime topics, I guess we'll call it. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and my permanent co-host in this segment is Josh. Ah, you fucker sick of me yet? <laughs> this, is, this is like my first... This is like my third time being here, so... This is your third time. You've been a guest on the regular podcast twice now. And, uh, you know, for people who think... don't know, like, Josh and I, we've known each other a very fucking long time. Like... Uh, since, since middle school, I believe. Yeah, since, what, like, grade two? Something like that? Two. Grade no, two? like, grade... Grade three? Two, I was in... I, I was in Ottawa. I don't... Uh, dude, grade two. so... A lot of, like, <laughs> elementary school is just blended into, like, maybe two years for me. Like yeah, grade uh, grade three then. Uh I I do I think I was in Iowa. Um, dude. Uh, I <laughs> Okay, so we met in um. Shit, should I name the school? It, it doesn't school. exist anymore. Elementary yeah. school. Yeah, elementary school. I I think it's either grade four or five. Maybe, but anyways, um. Uh, so yeah, Josh and I are very comfortable talking to each other, and we figured. You know, we may as well do a segment where we talk about a lot of current affairs, things that are going on now. And, uh, yeah, I, we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, uh, this is going to be more of a introductory episode. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. You can obviously tell that we didn't plan this whatsoever. Oh, no. It just happened. We're just like, yeah, we'll just fucking throw it together. It's no big deal. But uh, one thing I do want to get out of the way, like, immediately, is that for a lot of things, Josh and I, I, I would say we pretty much agree on, like, 85% of things. Maybe close to 90. There, there's a lot of stuff you and I agree on in terms Object of... Oh. Objection. <laughs> Just Objection. Objection. Go, go for Final it. Final Fantasy X. Yeah, well, we have, we have some high debate in some in some video game stuff but for a lot of like world issues current affairs you know even like political views uh we we do agree on a lot hmm. and like i i'm very excited to do this but i i do also want to address you know the idea of echo chambers um uh, i personally am not a fan of them me though and hey, so, something we already agree on. Something we already agree on. And uh, just one thing I want to get like out of the way immediately is that you and I, at least when we're talking, you know, off the microphone, um, uh, for the sake of conversation, you and I play a lot of devil's advocate. And ah. I, I hope that we can continue to do that in this segment. But, you know, it, of course, respectfully, right? I mean, that's the whole point of the devil advocate, you know? Yeah. Um, uh... Uh, in case people don't know what devil advocate means, uh, basically, whenever the wagon want to bring someone to sainthood, they usually have someone to, like, dis disagree on. Yeah. Um, disagree on, like, hey, this guy should not be in sainthood. The most popular uh, devil's advocate, I guess you say, is uh, Mother Teresa, uh, Devil Advocate? Fuck, what's his name? I don't know what where you're going name? with this. <laughs> um, it's essentially, you know, a devil's advocate is yeah, just someone who that's... disagrees just for the sake of disagreeing, not because that's, you know, your worldview, not because it's something that you feel. It's just essentially disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing to further the conversation. That's, uh, that's yeah, how I've always yeah. seen it. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to explain the origins of uh, Devil Advocate. So, okay. I do think that discussion is good, you know? Of like, course. Uh, the reason is the fact that if you only gain your political views on one side and like not the other, or the people that disagree with that, that can bring you into some... How do I explain this? Uh, extremely terrible things. Yeah, like, like as, you as become, you become like, wagged basically. Yeah, like as as much as you know, everyone 
wants their team to be the the number one team wants wants their worldviews to be the number one um uh, there there's flaws in every ideology and i don't think it's ridiculous to point that out i don't i think everybody and anybody is open to criticism and should be open to their own criticism um i i agree with that and again just for you know for for future episodes and whatnot if you or i wound up playing devil's advocate it's just for the sake of conversation i feel like if before we do any kind of devil's advocacy um we, we will very much clearly state our genuine opinion on the matter before we you know point out some other worldviews or other you know pieces of information for well, the sake of disagreeing and that's the devil advocate it's just fucking ridiculous but, oh yeah of course so, sometimes know. yeah i'm not gonna get into that but like yeah sometimes cause there there is like a balancing act right like sometimes being the devil's advocate is just you're just being a dick and as much yeah, as i love definitely. as much as i love being a dick like there is a time and a place for that right um, oh um, yeah i definitely know that first time <laughs> Like, you're not going to, you know, obviously take certain stances on certain things that are clearly apparent, right? Like, not going to do any Holocaust denial or, or anything like that. Um, uh, uh, it, it's all just CGI, Fred. Uh, it's just CGI. I'm a... Ah, uh, God. Ah, uh, fuck, I'm not going to get into that. No, 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 no. As a history buff, I don't want to fucking get into that. Yeah, so that, that I feel like that's something that we do have in our pocket too. Joshua is very much uh, into history. There, you, you know a lot of stuff about, which is weird. I, I would even say current history. Like you know a lot of stuff that happened. I would say within the last two to three hundred years, where like any kind of historical knowledge I have is like I got some cool tidbits on like ancient Greece, and like that's about it. But like a lot of like history within the last two to three hundred years, you, you still tell me some pretty interesting fucking things. Yeah, true. But to be completely fair, my, um, like, wheelbarrow, like, my house, is basically off of warfare. So, like, World War II, World War One, like, mm-hmm. mi- mi- military stuff, you know? For sure. Uh, and I do think that um, having... History is really good because, uh, let's face it, uh, as a species, we tend to repeat shit a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, there is, okay, a lot of flavors come back within, you know, human history, right? Like, it might not be the exact same thing, but you can often draw a lot of comparisons from one historical figure to another historical figure to a current figure and, and draw up a lot of parallels may they be positive or fucking negative right usually we like to people nowadays like to just focus on the negative stuff like hello yeah i i feel like you are hello hello starring uh that depends on what you think of like fucking marks like yeah i i do feel like though that you do hear more about villains than you do about heroes like metaphorically speaking like throughout history i mean negativity is way way more powerful uh, negativity is more powerful emotion than possibility like, oh of course h- how do i explain this um i are gonna hear that a lot by the way <laughs> um you can have like 10 like i love your videos and you have like one say i fucking hate your video or i hate your fucking voice i hear that a lot but <laughs> um yeah. and that would just get you ignore the 10, like, hey, great video, and you focus on the one, um, I gotta stop hitting my mic, sorry about that, but you focus the one negative comment more because that's kind of how you, like, your brain thinks. Well, it, it, it sticks with you more, and I feel like there's, I don't know if there might be a self-deprecation aspect to it, because when people praise you, at least for me, like, I'm very quick to dismiss like people praising me like i do not take compliments well 
Like I, I always think that they're being people are being sarcastic or just you know saying something because this is what you should say in this situation. So like I never take compliments seriously, but I take criticism extremely seriously, and I I, I think a lot of people think that way. Mm. <clears throat> uh, that honestly, that's kind of bad. Oh, because course. um. Say, <laughs> Fuck you! Tell me this first time doing this. <laughs> uh so um, a little prying ego is healthy, but oh, too course. much of it, too much of it can completely fucking destroy you. Absolutely, because you, know? you also don't want to be like a Kanye West, right? Where yeah, true. You you think you're basically Jesus in some instances, um, uh, but. To be completely honest, Kanye has made some good shit. Oh, he absolutely uh, He absolutely deserves praise, but the way the guy talks about himself, I, I don't... Makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I haven't been keeping up with Kanye. Like, hmm. uh, I, I'm not a rap guy. That's kind of more your weird house. Yeah, I, like, I, I enjoy I, I I enjoy the <laughs> rap. Um, yeah, and my musical style, one of the... Most premier musicians stormed the fucking Capitol, so whatever. <laughs> like, fuck me, I guess. Oh, that was so long ago. Like, it feels like that was yeah, so long yeah, ago. And, like, the... uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a fucking shit show, and we haven't been playing this. No, we didn't plan to talk about this, but it, like, it came up. But, like, how. Yeah, my, that's my fault. That's my fault. Oh, it's fine. How, how serious do you think those people should be trialed? Like, do you think they should get jail time? Do you think they should go to prison? Do you think it should just be a fine? Like, what what do you think should be done with those people? Hmm. That's a very interesting question. Uh, like, again, it's that uh, fuck. Um, I definitely think I'll. I, I definitely think jail time and maybe a fine. Yeah. I, like, like what do what do you charge them with? That's my question. Well, I mean, they tried to some kind of revolt. I, I don't know, like what kind of crime that's classified in the states, but like they essentially tried to overtake their government. Hmm. Like, if you see some of the videos, like they're 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 searching for certain political figures, calling out yeah. for to assault them, to to hurt them, to. And I don't know. I think they need to have at least an eye kept on them, like I. They should have their remite their rights to uh, to own weapons. I think that's to start. I don't think those people should be owning weapons if they're willing to, you know, storm a building with the intent of inflicting harm. Uh, and depending, because I know like some people did more serious shit than others, right? Like there's some people that you know joined them to the building, but didn't go in. So, like, that's, you know, it, technically that's completely okay because they didn't actually break any laws. All they did was essentially march, which is well within the right to protest. But destruction of government property, breaking into a political building, calling for the harm of political figures while you're in the same building as them, while you're hunting them down. Like, it, it can't be taken lightly. No, and honestly, like... For anyone that was there, they'll have to basically fucking ruin. So, if you can it depends prove on... they were there. Yeah, true. But for the people that had been, um, they'll have to basically ruin. Like, I think one guy is basically unhirable. So, it depends on what you think of if that is not punishment. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think, like, for maybe for the most extreme side, there should be uh, jail time. Even like people who planned it, but wasn't um, this not planned? I, I thought this was like a sporadic, kind of just happened kind of thing. Uh, apparently, apparently, um, from research I have done, um, apparently it was I plan on like the whole like. I okay, so I I don't think they plan on storming the capital. They were like going process, uh, process like the fucking. Um, the election, mm -hmm. and then Trump is like, hey, and then, you know, Trump on Twitter was like, um, 
hey guys, the election stolen, and that kind of kicked everything off. Yeah. If that if I if I make any sense, I'm probably not. But well, I mean, and this might be a good segue to something we wanted to speak about because you and I we're Canadian, and earlier this month hey. we did have an election, and uh, yes, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of upset people about how that election you know went. Uh, and that's paper, by the way. But <laughs> nah, it's fine. Um, especially you, especially with a sifting group. Oh yeah, uh, this this is something I will stand my ground on. If you're familiar with Canadian politics to any degree, I I, I absolutely loathe the PPC. They're barely a legitimate party. They they do not stand for. I think what the average Canadian would stand for. Like, I, I can genuinely find merit in any political, Canadian political party. And I, I struggle to find merit in the PPC. And, uh, what do you mean by that? Well, just th- their stance on COVID, they want to privatize healthcare. They're, you know, ups- they're extremely homophobic. Like, it's, like, not just like they're in favor of homophobic laws it's they themselves are you you can see it that they are homophobic xenophobic it's it's quite ludicrous and the fact that they got all this attention in in the canadian election just because of their stance on the vaccine is is wild if i be completely honest with you I think that's the sole reason why people voted for them. Yeah. Because if you look at all of the uh, the uh, parties, they were all in favor of like COVID mandates and some such, some like form, that. like m- some varying more than others. But just like the the pure like lack of of education, I want to say because like I know that like there's people in my life that I knew personally who were voting PPC not knowing that the PPC held beliefs that were against them as a person. Like I like I, I knew somebody I know somebody who's, you know, in the LGBTQ community who was highly, highly supporting the PPC, not knowing what their stances are on the gay community. And it was it was really rough to to watch him argue with his friends as they're trying to explain to him how the PPC is not good for him especially him specifically and but you know he's he's not in favor of the vaccine and that that's all he was willing to look at but I find when you're voting for somebody you you can't just go off of one thing on their platform because it's not like you're going to vote them in and then for their entire time in power they're only going to be focusing on that one thing like they have like every political party has an entire agenda that they will be trying to push so if there's only one thing on that agenda you like but everything else on that agenda either you dislike or is basically designed to oppress someone like yourself like you have to look at that a little bit more critically i find um basically you don't like one issue photos yeah because, like, again, because I, I, I can genuinely, I can find merit in the Liberal Party. I find merit in the NDP. I find merit in the Conservative Party and and in the Green Party. And I really, really tried to, like, find something within the PPC that would at least have me consider voting for them. And that there was absolutely nothing there for me. And then to watch the election happen where the conservatives won the popular vote but the liberals won you know the most seats one one out quotes because technically technically what it okay so we uh first of all we gotta explain what the canadian like election like is so um our election is different from the u.s uh, basically, we're allowed to have like minority governments. Yeah. And coming into the liberals was they had the most seats, but they didn't have the 
170 seats to order have a majority government. They didn't so have more they, than 50% of the seats. Uh, I'm using 170 because that's the line. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, they, basically, the liberals was in a minority government. Meaning that, yes, Trudeau's like a prime minister, but it's, he has to fight to get things changed. He has to get sense. other political parties on his side for certain issues because he doesn't have the majority of the votes. Like, within the government right and yes i believe so like it's not the u.s when it'd be like joe Biden can do whatever the fuck he wants and mm-hmm. the conservatives can't fucking go quiet at corner you know yeah um so basically what happened is that he my only guess of the reason why he called an election is because i think he feel that since covid was so bad he might get that 170 to make him make his policies go faster because yeah. you know when you're when you're the min- no what minority when you're the majority seats you can actually like do shit well like rather the- quickly yeah and so um a theme of the uh p- political um talk fuck what's it called God damn. <laughs> I I'm so fucking on pale for this I'm so fucking. <laughs> Oh, it's more uh, okay, man. Canadian debates. Um, every single party basically trash uh, Trudeau. Yeah. Like, hey, why did you fucking call this away? And I'm not going to lie, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I did I know hear, it... though, that like Trudeau did send some feelers out. Like, he did ask, you know, people, how would you feel about another election? How would you feel about another election? How would you feel if I called an election? And that the feedback he did get was like, yes, we would like an election. And like, apparently that is what motivated him to like actually call the election. Hmm. I, if I, I never heard of that, but I think that's just me not doing enough research. (laughs) Um, Also, I would like to kind of throw something out here. Sure. Um, how do you feel about the PPC getting more voice than the Green Party? Yeah, that's that's wild. So the Green Party in Canada is this party that they're, that they're just really, very very like green. Yeah, they're they're very pro, you know, tackling global warming, renewable resources. Like they're they're very green since the party name, and typically they'd get like single digit seats typically in most canadian elections like literally like maybe one to three and yeah with the with the the ppc like they're they're now at zero seats so they're completely gone and with that the ppc also screwed the conservative party out of probably what would have been quite a bit of seats like if you if you check almost i'm not gonna say every but like if you check a lot of ridings in Canada, it, there is a lot of conservatives came in second place. They were only, whatever, 5,000 votes behind to get the seat. And then you'll check in that same riding and the PPC got, say, 6,000 votes. And there, there was a lot of situations where people who would typically vote conservative and ended up swapping to PPC... Like, they they definitely screwed the Conservative Party out of a lot of potential seats that, you know, I don't want to say would have changed the election too, by too much. I think Trudeau would have won regardless, to be completely honest. But it, it would have given them a, a couple more seats. I think the Liberals and Conservatives would probably be either close or, like, that even. Yeah. Um. Uh, I would like. Uh, you can technically make that argument with the U.S. too, because um, what? Because technically, like, ours is a two plus, but it's not really a two plus. Like, you no, really it's... only have like two. You really only have like two options. You have the liberals, or you have the Tories, which is the conservatives. Like, yeah, to- Tories is another name for conservatives. So if I say that, that's what I mean. But um, like you can make that exact same argument with the NDP and the Liberals. Yeah, like 
I, I do understand that, like, a lot of people praise Canada's, you know, political system because, you know, we have more than two parties. It's not basically left or right. Like, there's quite a, quite a diverse group, but the diversity, I feel, doesn't go far enough because it's, it's, it still essentially goes down to left and right. There's just different flavors of left and different flavors of right. Like, that, 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 that yeah, that, that's... That's essentially what it gets down to. Like, in in the States, like, it is very this or that. And with Canada, we like to, th- you know, at least think that we're different than that. But it does, it is just the same thing, except there's just a couple more options. But all the options are still within the same vein of left or right. And because it is like that, you know, the most popular left-leaning party is always going to go up against the most popular right-leaning party which is why we're always stuck between the liberals and the conservatives Mm. what a honestly that kind of like western politics in general because i feel like the only uh party that wasn't like a left or the right was like fear the world's the veil party in the u.s like back in like eight, back in like eighteen something something. Yeah. What the fuck's it? But I'm not gonna um, fault you for no for not knowing the exact fucking year. Don't don't worry about that. Yeah, the, the Winslow. No, the, 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 I think I, I think I'm even saying his name wrong. Oh fuck! This is so fucking disastrous. Um, <laughs> so, how do you really think of someone who's in like? Either dead center or like center left and center right, even though technically that is what the because like the liberal is typically like left center left and the right is like right center right. Like, do you think someone that is like dead center, like a moderate, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. do you think that have any chance of like winning an election? Period. I don't think so because I think a lot of impartial people are rarer than you would think i i think there we still have those team mentalities like even if there was enough impartial people they would just rally up and make their own team and it'd be made perhaps you know a three-way fight but that, that's essentially all that would come down to because there's there's people who have their team essentially they have their color and like they they bleed that color and there's a lot of people on both sides that will not hesitate because, you know, I've, I've spoken to people that are conservative through and through, and no matter what comes up, what drama happens, no matter what the conservative party says, they, they dig their heels in and no, we're still voting conservative. And there's people who are liberal and no matter what flaws in Trudeau gets pointed out or what, you know, potential injustices come come to fruition, they they dig their heels in and they vote just liberal 100%. And I find that where you find most of these people is southern Ontario and the prairies. Like there the prairies are very very conservative and southern Ontario is very, very liberal, and then you get some splotches of impartial people in between there. At least at least looking at the election map, that that's what it looks like. Mm. And yeah, I just don't think like I think the only way for that to work is if everybody became impartial. Which which is very difficult. And and it sucks that that's the choice that we have to make because like it's fucking difficult like why why do we have to choose between financial security or treating everyone equally shouldn't we be fucking doing both and people are forced to prioritize those kinds of things and that's how they get picked into their team and it's i i find it ridiculous that that's something that you have to pick one or the other for some reason. I feel like that come all down to the person because oh for sure. Um, 
that's another thing when it comes to like uh, echo chambers and such. Yeah. Like usually those type of people only talk to people that are on the same uh same I I guess party. Yeah. yeah. And basically like I guess we get to talk about something else that we actually plan of. Like see? We know what we're talking about. <laughs> we, we know what we're doing. I'm looking yeah, at a, exactly, I'm, you know? I'm looking at a Google Doc right now with talking points. Like I, I didn't I I didn't even know we were fucking doing this today. Like I thought that. <laughs> Um, fuck, I gotta remember what I just got. <laughs> ah, fuck's sake. I am sorry, everyone. Uh, fuck, I totally forgot what the fuck I was talking about. I don't know, man. Uh, we were talking about left versus right. Thank you. Okay, so, um,. Nice little piece of silence. Shut up. <laughs> Do you think that the left should the how are you with debates? There we go. That's how am I with debate? Yeah, why not? I would like to think I'm a skilled debater. I'm a. Are you a master debater, Fred? I'm a master debater. I'm a perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> but I've spoken about this on, you know, previous episodes of the Pastime Thinker podcast. Like, I did kind of go through, you know, for for a lot of my youth, I was as, as left as fucking can be. And then I kind of went down a rabbit hole when I was more of a, I don't want to say young adult, but like, I want to say between the ages of like maybe 16 to like 18, 16 to 19, I was like super right. I started watching like a lot of people on the right. So like I kind of swung from one extreme to the other. And like now I do find myself somewhere in the middle now. And with that, I do feel like I can argue from either side, regardless of my own personal beliefs. I'm 16 and I want to be political. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, think that like, okay, so this is going to sound weird. Um, because let's face it, most people get their information in terms of politics from like two sources, YouTube yeah. or Twitter. Essentially. And, Either and your, basically. Either your best tweets or your favorite YouTuber. Basically. Um, and it also kind of depends on what era you are, because, um, for me, I, I, when I was like around 15, 16, I didn't give a shit. Like I just wanted to play video games and watch anime and then on when i was on ign i saw an article called video game of uh, gamers shouldn't be your target and gamers I should went, not be your target yeah in terms of like video games okay. uh basically basically the article was like hey gamers should not be your target when making video games and i was like wait a minute this is fucking stupid <laughs> so i went to i went to youtube I did some research, and then I found Thunderfoot. And then I basically became um, SJW Game of Gale. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, anti-SJW Game of Gale. Like, I, I started watching Sargon, uh, um, Shoe on Head, Quince Raygun, mm-hmm. all those people. And, you know, they make some good points, I would like to point out. And... And then, you know, like, I became older and shit, and I started watching, like, more moderate, more, like, left-wing people, like, mm-hmm. um, Destiny, ContraPoints, I'm trying to find more people that could be a fucking wild. <laughs> uh, basically, now I'm just kind of more of the, like, center, like, whenever, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I know that the motivation with me, I got into politics at a very young age, and, like, if I had to... B- I don't want to use the word blame, but if I had to attribute it to something, I would think it's just because of the households I grew up in. So I, I grew up in two different households. Both households were extremely, I don't want to say politically charged, but both households basically had CNN on 100% of the time. No matter no matter if I was at my mom's house or my dad's house, um, uh, there was always some kind of political something playing on the TV. And uh, That's kind of funny coming from your dad. Um <laughs> Um, uh, uh, 
Uh, I was like, kind of cut me off there because I oh. was kind of going with that. Oh, my apologies. So yeah, no worries. Uh, again, we'll fucking figure this out. Yeah. So it, that's how I got basically introduction into um politics and such. Mm-hmm. Like for someone with 2021 right now, like I would not be surprised for like the other 16 year olds. They're like <laughs> w- watching bread tubers, you know, Foz, the Sobs, um, it, H Hungry Box. Fuck. Yeah. I sorry. don't know a single person you're naming, um, to be completely fucking honest. Uh, the, basically, the socialists. Oh, okay. So, That's making a huge, like, uprise. I feel like a lot of people are are looking into socialism. Hassan. Hassan. I watch a lot of Hassan. Yeah, he's technically, like, one of the bad tubers, but... Okay. Uh, the reason I'm kind of going into this is because I feel like the algorithms of both YouTube and Twitter... Mm-hmm. can play a factor of what you're watching. Because let's say, I guess I got to explain what the YouTube algorithm is. So uh, a... TLD, TLDR, if I watch a, a hockey video, for example, I get recommended more hockey videos. Yeah. So if I watch something from the left or the right, like right here, uh, way right from me, I have a Destiny video. Um, like... I get to recommend more of his videos and such. Yeah. So that's kind of how, um, that's kind of how like YouTube and Twitter and I guess Facebook also kind of shape the political that case. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it, it that, attributes to the echo chambers. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely one hundred percent true. But, um, that, I was actually about to ask you about that. Like, how do you feel about the algorithm kind of bring you to one thing or the other? So I got something in my microphone. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> so interestingly enough, I'll I'll say this point and then we'll take a quick break. Um, uh, it was actually the algorithm that like pulled me out of it when I completely swapped to the other side, because when I was like really really into the right, uh, I was watching Ben Shapiro, I was watching Stephen Crowder, I was watching uh, Milo Monopolis. I can never say his fucking name right. Um, uh, I used to, I used to do my blah, 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 because yeah. that's what I said nobody does. Uh, yeah, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, Milo Monopolis, Jordan Peterson, and I guess I don't know if this was just something that the YouTube algorithm fucked up, but then it was basically like, oh, you like Ben Shapiro? Well, here's a video of someone commenting on a Ben Shapiro video. So I'm like, oh, someone's like breaking down a Ben Shapiro video, and I clicked on it, and it was a critique video. This guy was critiquing Ben Shapiro. He was essentially deflating all of his points well i wouldn't say to like i wouldn't say deflate but he he was pointing out flaws in ben shapiro's logic and i'm like oh shit and then like i kind of had like a i've been listening to a dumbass this whole time and then i just went down that rabbit hole and i kept watching uh basically response videos to steven crowder response videos to ben shapiro response videos to milo yannapolis and that that's actually what kind of helped me get a little bit more centered instead of being exclusively on one side or the other and i that has to be because of the algorithm otherwise why would they suggest that video to me right i agree with that um the the point i was making with the algorithm is that i can bring you to like one end of the sides of the other it yeah definitely it depends on what popular on youtube basically so oh, for sure like, remember when YouTube was basically just a place to watch Minecraft videos? I, I didn't even watch Minecraft videos. I was a League oh, of Legends type of guy. I was so into Minecraft. But we're, we're going to take a quick break right now. We were saying my away. <laughs> Alrighty. Hey, I just wanted to take this time to acknowledge that it has been a while. Uh, but I've been busy working on other projects along with my day job. Uh, while I was not posting here, I was posting another e-series that I created called Project Maternity. Uh, all of Season 1 is available to listen to now on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcast. So if you guys want to check out uh, something else I'm working on, you can definitely show some support that way. Uh, along with this new topical segment that I'm doing with Josh, I will also be focusing on getting more of the regular podcast out as well. And uh, if you guys want to go support Josh as well, you can check him out on Twitch as King Tamacross, and he's under the same name on YouTube as well. Uh, let's uh, let's get back to the episode. All right, and we're back. 
And yes, it, it was a wonderful wank. It was a wonderful wank. Um, uh, and I think now that, you know, we've dedicated the whole front half, at least, of this episode to kind of explain how you and I think, where, how we come to our line of thinking and stuff like that. Like, let's actually talk about something topical. And uh, I think we should talk about the vaccines and uh, the vaccine mandates and just everything in between. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Well, that depends. What do you think about that? I mean, I I am fully vaccinated. Um, uh, I, I think that uh, unless you have a very legitimate reason not to get it, I think you should get it. Um, uh, I'm not trying to say that we should push it on every single person, but I think we should push it on any person who doesn't have a legitimate reason not to get it, if that makes sense. Hmm. And when I say push, I do not mean changing the laws or making their lives difficult. I, I just meant like they should be encouraged to, they should be gently pushed to if that makes sense i don't think that we should be break break down the doors with the yeah. needle in hand <laughs> yeah that that that's that's not what i mean when i say that i just mean it's just if you're skeptic about the vaccine i would say do more research to be completely fucking honest because if you've done your research and you're still skeptical i don't think you've done enough research to be mm. completely honest. I, I agree with you, but the other thing is that a lot of people are kind of worried that, let's say, um, right now there's like a passport mandate. Like, yeah. uh, basically in order to enter like certain businesses, you got to show that you're like partially or fully vaccinated. Which I do not so, agree with. I, I, will, I will say that right now. I do not agree with uh, the vaccine passport. However, I do understand what got us here, because at least speaking from a Canadian who lives specifically in Ontario, uh, you know, we've had two or three lockdowns already, and I feel like, you know, our government officials had a choice. It was probably between the, the passports or another lockdown, and seeing how the response was to the last three lockdowns, they they probably thought that that would cause more discourse than the passport, to be completely honest. Um, the reason I mentioned that is that a lot of people don't... Technically, the passport is supposed to be temporary. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think it will be. Like, it's kind of like one of those, like, if you give the government an inch, they would take a mile. Yeah, um, which again, which is why like I'm not entirely in favor of the passport to begin with. Uh, but since I am pro-vaccine and I am fully vaccinated, you know, me personally, I have no problem with using the, the vaccine passport just because I so happen to be fully vaccinated anyways. So it, it doesn't really hinder my, my life to any capacity. Um, plus, you can make, plus you can make bail food at home. Like. <laughs> but... And... If I be okay, so for my vaccination like status, um, I am unvaccinated. I am planning on changing that. Uh, the reason why I didn't get the vaccine like right away is that my lifestyle is basically I'm in my room like twenty four seven. Yeah. So, um, I feel like my thought positive is that I am completely fine being one of the last person to get the vaccine because, like, I was always planning to get the vaccine. Like, I would like mm -hmm. to fucking bring this out. Like, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not that stupid. But um, I, I was fine being the last one. And basically, like, I think, like, I'm, I'm planning on the end of October to be fully vaccinated. Okay. And so... But to come to the vaccine mandates, I fully uh, agreed on what I fully agreed that like, you should not be forced to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. But you gotta understand. 
I feel like this whole debate is down to do you trust the government or not? That that in all honesty, that is kind of what it you know sounds like, and it's just I would probably be more skeptical of the vaccine if it was say a purely Canadian issue, a purely American issue, but how can you say you don't want to get the vaccine because you do not trust your government when governments that have nothing to do with your governments are also handing out, setting these precedences? Um, uh, you know, like if, if, say for the sake of argument, COVID-19 was a purely Canadian issue, I'd probably be a little bit more skeptical too because I'd be like, okay, well, this is the Canadian government dealing with something in Canada, uh, what the fuck are they doing? But when there's other countries that are borderline over COVID-19 because they took it miles more seriously than we did, and you're fighting your own government back on this when we're not the only ones fighting this, I, I just feel like that's a weak argument. Because when you say, I don't trust the government, my response is, well, which government don't you trust? Because they're all fucking doing this. Uh, that is true. That's just what I hear. Oh, I like, know. Yeah, I understand that. Um, but another thing is that a lot of people don't think like one year is enough for vaccine um research in order to do it. Like I can fully understand being skeptical mm-hmm. when it first came out. But now, yeah. since we have data and like about what four billion, five billion people in the world um, have the shot now, at least their first dose. Which again, like that, that sounds like just a statistic. You know, three point five, four billion people. That's literally half of Earth's population is yeah, has at too. least their first shot. Like, how much more data do you need? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like. Yes, there is side effects when it comes to vaccine, but mm-hmm. there's a side effects with fucking everything, you know? Like, I just cough by drinking water, for fuck's sake. Like, you know? I'll, like full disclosure, like, um, uh, I had a reaction to the second shot. I'm still not skeptical of the vaccine. I was sick for about a day, um, uh, felt really woozy, uh, very, like, almost motion sick, like... It was almost like a motion sickness that kind of stuck around for about 24 hours. And, like, I I still don't waver in my opinion. Like, I'm still very pro-vaccine. And I do think that unless you have a legitimate reason beyond I'm scared or beyond I'm skeptical, like, I don't think that's a good enough fucking reason. Like, I think... Even, Even Trump said to get the vaccine. Yeah, like, that should be that should be it. Like that should be like, what well, that's it. We're getting the vaccine like now, you know. Well, who knows how many that how many people that actually turned over though? Like I know that like like there specifically he got booed for it, but like you know there's probably a couple of diehard Trumpers who heard him say that and possibly went and got vaccinated. Like true, true. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I again. I fully think that you should get vaccinated. The, the, I know it's kind of a meme, but the studies show that um, both vaccines, or I think there's three of them now. I'm not sure. I, I'll just use the fucking Pfizer and the mm-hmm. JJO. Um, both of them have an over 90% effective wage. Yeah. And basically, if you get COVID, you basically, it was like, kind of like, uh, that's another thing. It's just a few blow. Like, that's the thing, but we're not <laughs> fucking going down. Um, even if the, the side effects is like severe, I think it's probably still better than getting the COVID, you know? Yeah. Like it's better to be vaccine in general, it's better to be safe than sorry, you know? That's exactly because it. There, there, there is no, they have really like no proof of vaccines in general that they're dangerous. Like... You know what? I'll just throw this out. People who said, like, I don't want my children to get vaccinated because then they'll be autistic. Okay, <laughs> so first of, all, first of all, as someone with a disability, fuck you. And second of all, <laughs> wouldn't you want your child to be 
autistic or dead. That's essentially it. Like, it's just... Plus, it does... I know this is a bit of a segue, but if you're afraid of your child to live in this world with a disability, then you're recognizing how shitty we treat disabled people in this world. I have... I have to agree with you because, um, uh, let's face it, I, I, I'm using my experience here, but I was not the most popular person in school. Oh, I know. I was, I, I I know, (laughs) (laughs) um, I was definitely bullied because of my disability and such. Like, let's face it, I was fucking weird when I was a child. No, I know, and like you know, I got picked on a little bit just for being fucking friends with you, which was yeah, fucking sorry, still. I, I even then, I didn't, I couldn't fucking comprehend. Uh yeah, like it's kind of personal, but um, I didn't really. But I'm gonna get fucking clown for this, guarantee. But <laughs> um, I I didn't really go to school that much because of it. Like yeah. I. I would disappear with Mozart and with just excuse after excuse after excuse. Um, like sickness, like other stuff basically. Um That was a stupid decision on my part. Um and I kinda of feel like how do, how do I explain this? I, I should probably go back on the like the autism and vaccine and such. Um I can't. Do, do you feel like it's ableist of the parents that saying that they don't want um a autistic child? Yeah, because it, it literally like that's that's literally how the only way I've ever seen it. It's either you're afraid to have to deal with a child with a disability, or you recognize how people with disabilities are treated, and you would rather your kid be dead than go through that. Yeah, true. Because let's face it, um, I, I, I this is kind of a pivot, but there's like on TikTok, like oh, I don't, I don't have, TikTok. I, 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 me though, but I tend to see on like when and such. Um, there's a lot of people that like to fake disabilities. Yeah, that, and that's, I'm a, that's just, a thing right now. And I'm just saying here, like, why? <laughs> you know, like. It's gonna sound really fucking depressing, but I would kill to be normal. You know? Yeah. Like I would kill to have my brain be like yours, for example, you know? Like fuck, I would kill then I, I would kill to have my force chains, I would kill to have like Yeah. Ah fuck. And then on the flip side there's people who'd rather have bad. their child die than Yeah. Than yeah, go I'm going off topic. But... Yeah. But it's fine though, because it's it, it serves to the conversation, like. True, but I just never fully understand. Like I, they're just fuck. It's getting fucking depressing now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. So the reason I brought that up is like, yeah, are we really gonna have the what society treats as disabled? Like, um. Yeah, I guess we are. Um, like, fuck, even when it comes to the doctors and such, um, you'd be surprised how many times I get asked, can you read? That's ridiculous. Yeah, like, they literally said, like, hey, can you read? I was like, yeah, I'm not that disabled, you know? <laughs> just checking, you can read, right? Yeah, but th- I-, I understand why they do it. It's just, like, whenever I hear that, I was like, God, fuck Yeah. And like I I get it, but <laughs> but yeah, just to uh, go back on that... to no, it's fine. Like fucking tell your story, buddy. Um, uh, that that's and like these were arguments before COVID was just a thing. Those were arguments people used for just regular vaccinations. And I mean, I never I never heard of a vaccine making you autistic but that's that's just me oh but there's people that fucking swear by it people yeah that swear. Like, I, 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 my, 
my eight-month-year-old was fine until the ninth month came around and they got vaccinated. And, oh boy, was there a shift in their personality from that eight to nine months of life. Oh like, my god, someone's like they're growing up or something. Yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And fuck, most of the time, fucking disabilities are genetic. So, like... Yeah, it wasn't the vaccine, Mom, it was you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was that you, my dad, and my fucking ancestors. Yeah. But... Uh, it's, it, it, it's just fucking frustrating, like, with someone like me, like... Oh, yeah, which is uh, something that people don't take into account when they're spouting bullshit, because... It, you know, if they're so afraid of their child having a disability, then what's the likelihood that they actually consider disabled people when they're talking, right? Yeah, chill, chill. Like, fuck, even the fucking research paper that they that the fucking vaccine called autism came of, like, that was denounced and the guy fucking lost his license. Yeah, because it was like, I, fucking bullshit. I, yeah, it's... Exactly. I think he was actually pushing for uh, uh, his own vaccine, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? I didn't know that much into it. I just know that there was technically, quote-unquote, a study done, and that the person who conducted it was, like, absolutely eviscerated, proven wrong on multiple accounts for multiple points. And um, I could be wrong on that. Like, if anyone would like to fucking correct me on things, I'll be happy to talk, you know? Oh, for sure. Um... I know this is made for Spotify type of podcast, but we do uh, also post it on YouTube too. So if you want to leave comments there, go nuts. Oh, for sure. If and if there's anything anybody would like us to talk about in particular, like don't fucking hesitate. Ask us to talk about certain stuff. We might take a little bit because we have to look into it and maybe like learn enough to form an opinion. But yeah, if anyone wants like, us to talk yeah. about things in particular, like let us know. Like, believe it or not, we try to do research on this type of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about... Ah, excuse me. The disability type of yeah. stuff. Like, And then it, it moves on to other... Like, this was a conversation I was just having where someone is vaccine hesitant because... Uh, I'm not, I don't know the exact fucking number, but 0. 0.000 fucking whatever chance of... Uh, having a blockage or a stroke or something like that. When it's already been proven that you're literally 80, like something ridiculous, like 80 times more likely to get the same side effect from taking birth control. I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of women out there taking a higher gamble than that on a daily fucking basis with birth control, but you won't roll the dice on it twice with much, much better odds. Two fucking shots. And I think COVID also give you um, heart attack shots. Like, I think COVID also give you like heart problems too, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, if you have a, if you already have a breathing issue or a heart issue, like COVID itself will will wreck you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I'm more than okay to, like, hear other opinions, but, like, this is kind of where I'm set at. I really haven't read anything that changes my mind. Like, everything I've heard or read about the vaccine hesitancy, specifically with COVID, either I manage to logic my way out of it myself, or I immediately find other material disproving, disproving it. Yeah, like, again, like, I don't want to give them praise, but I can understand being skeptic, especially when it comes from, like, the government and such. Oh, for sure. But there's just, there's just study after study after study after study that the COVID uh, the vaccines are safe, you know? Like, yes, you can, yes, there's always a small percent. I'm, I'm repeating myself, but yes, there's a small percentage that you know you might get uh side effect you know but then again you you can fucking do that with anything like food drinks water anything and so so what do you not consume anything right now like yeah you'd be dead you'd be dead in three days yeah and i i think my favorite not my favorite l l is a fucking l is a fucking like compound like 
another thing about Kobe is like they don't like the long like scientific names on it. Yeah. And I'm just saying here, like the L you breathe is fucking two hydrogen and one oxygen, I believe. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe. H2O. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's water, actually. H2O is water. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> you you just. Okay. First of all, this is the this is the official I, disclosure I, that there are gaps in mine and Josh's knowledge. Shut up. It's been like fucking. It's been like sixty years. Since I've been out of school, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think something that but, bothers me is when people sorry. find... Sorry. Is it people find people in the medical industry that are anti-vax or vaccine-hesitant and use that as a shield to justify their own skepticism. And my, my, well, immediate, my, immediately, my, immediately, my immediate response to that is when you watch a fucking toothpaste commercial. Insert toothpaste here. Nine out of dentist. Nine out of ten dentists recommend. Are you gonna? It, it, no, are you not gonna use that toothpaste because of the one out of ten dentists that don't approve it? Apparently, the reason why they do that is to make sure they don't get sued. Yeah, but my my point still stands. I, Oh, I fully understand your point. Like, I have heard people say like, "Oh, don't, don't look at the nine out of ten. Look at, don't, don't listen to the nine out of ten dentists. Listen to the one out of ten dentists." I was like, "Okay, what's your research? What's your proof? You know?" Yeah. Like I, I can say that I'm, I can say like I'm fucking Pokemon's boyfriend, and. <laughs> I had to show proof, you know? Like, there's no fucking way I'm fucking Pokemon. Like, yeah. And it's... But... It's a huge... I forget the exact term for it, but it's a it's a logical fallacy where... Um, uh, where my point... My entire point is you have to disprove, disprove me. It, it is not an argument. Like, if I said, uh, you know... In, in the middle of the sun, there's a small core of rock-hard, like, rock candy. And I am right unless you can prove me wrong. Like, that, that, that's an ideological fallacy. Like, you can't make arguments like that. I can't say that um, uh, around Neptune, there's a dragon made out of Laffy Taffy that burrows deep. And unless you can physically prove me wrong that makes me right or that the moon is made out of cheese <laughs> or... made out... I mean that has been proven because we've literally brought moon rocks back to earth but ah, sake, you know? I wonder what they taste like I wonder what they taste like you know <laughs> probably like chalk. but then again if you're going to use the fallacies like type of stuff then you gotta figure in the fallacy fallacy which is basically like you use a fancy size of. I'm probably talking what. You know, fuck it. Cut this out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I fully understand what you mean. Yeah. Like if you're going, if you're going to bring something that especially that has to do with science, you gotta back it up. You e know? Exactly. Fuck anything. You gotta back it up. You know. Because if you don't have the capacity to prove yourself right, then you can't put the burden on me to prove yourself wrong. Because then that then it's just two people talking about something they know nothing about. And, yeah, that's it. And I think that's a that might be a good note to leave this episode off on. Two dudes not knowing what they're talking about. Yeah, uh, well, uh, as was well the opinions, everybody has one, you know. Exactly. But yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna end it here. Hopefully, and, we get better at this. Yeah, I we, we better get better at this. Um, uh, but yeah, if you if you enjoyed this, you know, let us know. If there's something you want us to talk about specifically, fucking let us know. Where the whole point of this is just Josh and I like talking to each other, and we thought we may as well uh, monetize it. <laughs> no, wait, we make money off this. That's <laughs> no. All joking aside, yeah, this is just two friends talking about topical stuff and. 
Yeah. Uh, if there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do you have any departing uh-huh. thoughts, Josh? Good talk, Josh. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Yes. <laughs> I, I tried to come something way, but I couldn't think of anything. All right. All right. Well, okay, have a good, have a good day, everyone. Um, if you am I allowed to shout myself out? Or oh, I fucking just, go know? for it. We're still in this, everybody. Uh, okay, okay, I'll be quick. So, if you want to yell at me at anything, um, my Twitter is Kane Templecross, which is K I N G T A M A C R O S S. Um, that's all I'm gonna say, and yeah, back to you, Fred. All right. Uh, yeah, if you want to support any other projects of ours, I may as well throw this out. There's the Pastime Thinker podcast, which this is already being hosted on, but who knows for how long this might end up being its own show with its own platform. And uh, if you want to see something that both Josh and I worked on, uh, it's an e-series that I wrote and Josh helped with the audio mixing. Um, it's called Project Maternity. And at the same handle that Josh mentioned with his Twitter, uh, him and I also stream every Friday. Uh, if you're into JRPGs, that's mainly what him and I specifically play. And uh, yeah, come check us out. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Have, have a good day, everyone.